Welcome to the Let's See Grandma Career Warrior Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about getting the job that you want. I brought on Matt Zinman. He is a repeat guest here, an awesome one. And we're going to talk about some methods in getting the job you want, specifically the informational interview. This is ripped from a talk that Matt gave for our Austin Job Seekers group here in Austin, Texas, clearly in Austin. And Matt is going to be talking about some things like informational interviews, as well as some topical things like job seeking during the current era of COVID. So I love Matt. Matt, according to his bio, is a difference maker devoted to personally enriching the lives of at least 100 million people by 2025. His book, Zisms Insights to Live By, is based on his experiences as an entrepreneur, athlete, single parent, caregiver, and nonprofit founder. Matt is also the host of Insights to Live By, a podcast that invites guests to share their own pearls of wisdom. He is the CEO of the Internship Institute, which he established in 2007 to make experience matter. So I think you will find this to be an insightful episode here. I really don't do much talking because it is a presentation given by Matt. So I hope you take away some really good nuggets of knowledge and some encouragement during this era of crazy time. So that's it for now. Enjoy the episode. I don't think it's any secret for anyone who's entering their job search that as frustrating as it may be to be going on to the different job platforms and seeing all kinds of descriptions and doing your customized cover letters and all the things that you have to do and you know the low percent of really ever hearing back about it is the fact that most jobs are actually secured through networking and that's why we're going to focus on that now what i want you to understand about this grid which is particularly done for students but is transferable to everyone is that this puts control into the hands of the job seeker because every single step here is seamless. Obviously, going and networking as an extension of making those networking contacts, gaining mentors. Everyone understands the importance of doing that. Informational interviews. You may be less familiar with those. We're going to talk about those today and then how that can lead to a seamless step of volunteering to do a test project. Chris and I were talking about this beforehand and even as professionals and reaching out to them. If someone says to you, if you're that hiring manager and someone says to you, and it was only an informational interview, this was not a formal going after a particular job description. And you heard something that really interested you. And you said to that hiring manager, would you mind if I volunteered to do some research about that? Or I'd really love to write this or do that and you volunteered it, are they going to say no? I would imagine most would say yes. And so that's your opportunity to show what you can do. Again, every single one of these things are in your control. With COVID, job shadowing is probably not, is probably a step that will mostly get skipped. But by doing that kind of a test project and then doing and knocking it out of the park, you can convert that into your job opportunity. And that's why this is essentially titled getting the job you want because it is in your control. You have more control than you may realize. So again, just touching upon the high points about networking with professionals. I think it's important if you're not doing it already across the board for everything that it is that we're still and going to be talking about to make sure that you are creating structure 
in your days as if this was your and is your job. And it's hard to do 40 hours a week. Whatever it is for you from an energy standpoint that you can really have at it, make that manageable, but have it be structured. So you get up every day and you have purpose and you have a system that you're putting into place that you have a game plan. And it's not just about the job search. It does come back to those competencies and really evaluating, you know, what are the skills and expertise that you want or need for a new role that you want to pursue. And obviously in the area of networking, who is it that you're going to connect with that can help you move forward? And one thing I want to acknowledge, and you know how like things just keep coming up for you. And one of the things that has been coming up for me in the last, I don't know, two or three weeks, or maybe just suddenly I tuned into it, is this constant message that it's so important to surround yourself with people who lift you up, with people who have your back, who will support you and encourage you, as opposed to people who bring you down and are not good from an energy standpoint and who hold you back. And this is something that I certainly speak to in my current work. And it is, it's really important. It's really transferable to the job search. And that is, I think, at least as important as these mechanics of of these techniques that we're talking about in terms of your life and who you surround yourself with. And that certainly goes to who it is that you network with, who it is that you choose to pursue to be your mentor and so forth. Naturally, you're going to create a LinkedIn profile. I mean, some of this stuff, like I said, I didn't change the bullet points all the way so that the message is still there. You may have a LinkedIn profile, but have you joined relevant groups? Have you sent invitations to other members in those groups? That might be a technique to pinpoint somebody who's really active in a profession that you are interested to pursue or stay in, in order to continue and again, pinpoint that networking. So again, this is the continuation of doing it right. Just being direct. You got to be fearless. I mean, the worst anybody can say is no. And people are busy. That's understandable. Don't take it personally. You know, if you don't hear back from somebody, if you make a LinkedIn connection request and having your game plan and your system around, okay, well, now they've accepted my request. What do I say next? You should have these things templated in terms of generally speaking, what it is that you're going to be saying to somebody who accepts your connection request and whether that's somebody who might be able to introduce you to others who might be able to give you some advice and we'll talk more about that again i think it's underrated in the sense that i know some of these things are and sound like abcs doing it is not when it comes to engaging with and having mentors for whatever reason that is for you be strategic it's your life It's a two-way street. I'm sure that whoever it is that you're engaging to be a mentor, that you also have something in value of value to give back. And certainly that's going to be your goal. So don't necessarily look at it as somebody doing something for you as much as it is a collaboration. And believe me, people are very happy to help. And if they're not, or they don't get back to you, or it's not really a match, that's fine. You know, of course, there's more fish in the sea. Now, what people don't admit, what you may not have heard of, especially as a professional, is the informational interview. And this is basically your, you know, kind of a Trojan horse in a way, right? Instead of having to 
flip through job descriptions and try and find things randomly, this again puts the control in your hands to identify specific people with whom you've now connected that you want to reach out and say, you know, this is somebody who is in a position that, again, there being no substitute for experience, it may be a career or type of position in your career you don't have specific experience with that you need to know more about. Well, they have the experience of doing it every day. And wouldn't it be great to have a 15 minute conversation with somebody, have that virtual coffee. And again, there's templates that you can use to reach out to people and make that ask. And again, people are busy. If they say no, they don't know you. You can't take that personally. It's not personal. And to some degree, sometimes if they say no, well, you know, your time is valuable too. Even though you're in the job search, you have to look at yourself from a sales standpoint of helping them get out of their own way in order to meet you because you're the one that brings value and they don't necessarily know that you would be an asset to their organization. And so again, that really comes back to that positivity. So back to the informational interview here, it is exactly as it sounds. You can't do the bait and switch. You can't do the interview and say, or send in advance your resume. Cause you know, that, that's just, that gets a little dicey. You have to be very authentic in this point. I think personally, informational interviews, it's got to be one of the best strategies that job seekers can have at their disposal, just because oftentimes we know when we just send out our resumes to the applicant tracking system, it feels like it's just like putting it in a black hole or something. I think informational interviews is another really good way to reach out. So just going back to that, that initial reach out message, though, Matt, what advice do you have on what to actually say? I'm going to answer that question in just a moment. I just want to reverse to something that you just brought up. Again, there's a certain randomness that you really have no choice when it comes to job pursuits. People are putting jobs, you know, they're posting job descriptions for specific jobs that are out there. You need a job. You'd love it to be the job you want, but you also, you know, whatever your situation is, you need the job. So yes, that's part of what you have to do. How many of those job descriptions are you going to find to fill your day to continue to, you know, and that's hard. It's really hard. It's a grind. What I really like about the informational interview, again, is that it puts control in your hands. There's excitement about it. You get to choose who it is you reach out to and then who's open to it. And then you get to have this conversation with this awesome person that, again, you wouldn't have reached out to if you didn't think they were awesome in the first place. So it really is a nice way to infuse your day with you know some passion and some excitement around your job search knowing that you're meeting people who are open to that. I'm going to share a resource, Chris, to your question that is free in concert with the Internship Institute that actually has some scripts around exactly what you say, a LinkedIn invite initially. And so we'll talk about that in a moment. But it's certainly something along the lines of, I am so-and-so. I've always been in this field, but I'm really interested to learn more about this one. I'm looking to do a career pivot or lateral move, whatever it is that you want to say. You only have so many words, word count on the invite. And I was really intrigued, you know, paid the compliment because it's genuine, right? It's authentic. I am really intrigued. I'm looking at your LinkedIn profile. Now mention something on the LinkedIn profile about which you are intrigued. And I immediately thought to reach out because you seem like somebody who could really 
you know, benefit to be, you know, with whom to be connected. Don't necessarily ask for the informational interview on the connection request. Do that after uh, they accept the request. I was wondering about that because we only have, if you have LinkedIn premium, I know you can reach out without the request. So you're saying just a good approach would be to introduce yourself through the request and then do the follow up after. Yeah. You know, you want to kind of warm it up a little bit. And the reality is, is that if someone, if you write something like that and they don't accept your request, then you pretty much know they're not going to be open to an informational interview anyway. The point is, is that you make that introduction and it's that data point. I mean, if they're not going to accept a customized LinkedIn request from you, then they're not somebody who's really honestly worth your time. And that is here on this slide. You know, there's some story there. And again, it is a lot about valuing yourself. You have what you have to bring. You know what you have to bring. Value that. Everyone has something to bring, right? And you want to align that with naturally the, you know, your pursuits. I'm not going to apply to be in the National Hockey League. As much as I still play ice hockey and love it, I know that I have limitation. I will never get hired onto the Philadelphia Flyers. So you have to align what it is that you know you have to bring, obviously, with your pursuits. Yes. Love that. Thanks for the example. Again, with doing informational interviews on the second slide here, in the resource that I'll show you that I'm happy to give access to, there's a whole list of questions that you ask that are not, again, the bait and switch to make it seem like you have that ulterior motive about the only reason you're talking to them really is you want them to hire you mm. as opposed to you really just want to talk to them. Mm. Okay. And that's the difference in keeping that authentic. Now, if the conversation goes great or you're really intrigued by the company, that conversation will naturally go toward either providing your resume. They might even ask you for it. You might even say, would it be okay if, again, remember, this is what it's about in terms of having things in your control. Let's say that it's not the right person or the right company, but they might be a good mentor or can they make a recommendation for you? You know, look at it like you're on, I don't know, scavenger hunt is quite the right expression, but you know, one opportunity is going to lead to another and it's your job for real to probe in terms of not coming away from an informational interview that you've secured, you know, quote unquote, empty handed. Right. Something should come of it. And, you know, that is up to you. That may be, again, if it's something that is of interest to you to offer to do the project as another example. Now, look, I mean, if you have the informational interview and your time again is valuable and you're like, there's nothing here. Person's not my you know, cup of tea or whatever. It's like, OK, I spent 15 minutes. They spent 15 minutes. I learned a few things. Awesome. Thank them and do the, you know, the ABCs there. All right. So these are the websites I'm talking about. And I was wanting to do these for so many years because of this seamless technique that I feel like through my experience on the career side, it had come to light. I think it could really help a lot of people. And it really does start with LinkedIn, as we've discussed, comes over to informational interviews as being that, you know, linchpin or springboard for you. And then, you know, doing all the things we're talking about. There are also some one sheets in there that you can download. And by the way, Student Steps and Vet Steps are pretty much the same site. If you're a veteran, there are a few other resources that are exclusive to veterans in vetsteps.org. So if you're not a veteran, stick with Student Steps. And again, yes, it was developed for students, but I assure you what you'll find in there is completely transferable.
and it's free. So these are, you know, a number of pieces that I developed for the student course that I created back in 2011, and they've been refined ever since. It's kind of everything in one place, you know, informational interview question examples and things like that. So now let's talk about getting into action. This is a slide that I could have had at the beginning, but I decided to put it here, which is, do you really know where you are right now in terms of the opportunity of knowing where you want to go from here? If we're talking about the job you want, then it's got to be something that aligns with a passion. How do you want to spend your days? Do you know what that is? Have you ever really felt that and considered it? I'll repeat about you know, reassessing your career goals, rediscover your values. You might want something that gives you a lot more work-life balance because you, know, you have a young family or you know, whatever that is to you, those values come into play and reconnect with those passions and interests And again, coming back to having a game plan. Now, if you don't necessarily know the answers, there are, of course, any number of tools out there that are going to give you, and and these are just a few, either the the free testing like Type Focus or a wealth of resources of articles. I like Mind Tools. I think they have some pretty sophisticated content. And in looking over it, there's certainly a lot of it that's available to you. You may also be familiar with the Department of Labor one-stops. For example, working with unemployment and they require you to speak to a center or check in with a center, that's a one-stop. Almost every major county in the country has one. But what they also have are free training programs, career resources, contacts, people there who can help you. Yes, it's your taxpayers' tax dollars at work. Is it the best resource? I don't know. It really depends on the one stop, but it's an option for you to reach out. Another thing that most people don't know if you did graduate from a school is that your career center, most career centers typically do provide their services to graduates. You might consider going back to your alma mater and seeing what your career center can do for you. They have lots of connections with employers through the internship side, as well as job placement side. They might be able to make some introductions for you. Who knows what can come of that? And also, you know, don't underestimate the importance of personal branding. What are you doing on social media? What are you doing to reinforce the reputation, how you put yourself out there? Are you going back to former coworkers and bosses and asking them to give you LinkedIn recommendations? If you really haven't considered your personal brand, then... I encourage you to do some research on that so you can really, again, have that be part of your game plan. So we are winding down here, but one thing I do talk to students about when it comes to doing what for them would be extracurricular is I talk, how much do you spend on one class of all the, you know, four classes a semester, five classes, whatever they take, you know, it adds up to maybe 112 hours. And then, you know, it's the equivalent of a, you know, two and a half to three weeks of a full-time professional. And then I have this like success roadmap that I gave you that's not being shown here. But the point is, is that, you know, to make this your job, if you compare no substitute for experience to some class that you may never even use what it is that you learn in it to then spend equal time to go out and do this. So I want to come back to earn confidence. And one of the things about it that is really at its foundation is the notion of First, ask yourself the question, why be anything less than kind to yourself? People think of kindness 
as toward others. And of course it is. But if you look at kindness toward yourself, people who are working around personal development, which is another big aspect of the opportunity that you may have with the time that you wouldn't otherwise have to be working on yourself and growing in that way. People who strive for improving their self-esteem, self-love, you know, whatever that is for you, it's hard to get your arms around that. It's almost conceptual. Like, I want it. How do I get it? How do I feel that way about myself? When you look at something from a self-kindness standpoint, it really is a this or that. Somebody asks me to do something. I really should say no, but I'm a people pleaser. Is it kind to myself to say no? And again, it's a this or that. No, it wouldn't be kind to myself. So say no. So it's really a building block to follow around being nothing less than kind to yourself and certainly around acts of kindness. And then it does get into things. And and when you say what we expect tends to happen, that is a law of attraction principle. Whatever you believe around law of attraction or not, it's still there in some way, shape or form rooted in and around gratitude. But it really comes down to expectations. So gratitude, staying present, that's where the joy and enrichment is in life. No matter what your situation is with your job search, there's everything else. You know, having a roof over your head, food in the fridge, people are healthy. If you've got that, everything else is just circumstantial. So I want to close out with an ask. And it's really two things. One is, is that my goal is to personally enrich as many people as possible. And being here with Chris, I'm so grateful to have the opportunity to spend this time with you, that you've invested your time to be here with me. And I'd love to say that it really stops there, but it doesn't. There's some tough love that comes with this. And in addition to what I hope you've garnered in terms of any value from the things that we've talked about, we're going over to studentsteps.org and pulling those resources down. It still all comes down to you to get into action to create the structure and to do what it takes to get where it is that you want to go. Even if that begins by figuring that out and then going into the system and having control around particularly informational interviews and just work that system in terms of networking. And I assure you, you will end up where you belong and where you want. Whatever that takes, it's not going to happen by itself. I know you know that. I'm trying to be encouraging is really the point of my saying that. All right, job seekers, that concludes it for today. This was Getting the Job You Want with Matt Zinman. And I will make sure to include some of those links in the description, as I always do. First of all, Matt's new podcast, which is just awesome, as well as those resources that were mentioned in regards to reach out messages. I know informational interviews are a tactic that some of you want to try. So I encourage you to take action today. Because as Matt said, if you're not taking action, then it's pretty much pointless, right? So make sure to come up with your own game plan, check out these resources, and take this advice to heart if you really want to get that job. All right, guys, stay strong out there, and I'll see you next time. 